everyone. Welcome to episode 102 of the Stallion Pancake Podcast. I'm Jason Ackerman. And I'm Yvonne Ackerman. And I'm Lewis Donald. Sweet oh, Lou. Wow. In Sweet the house. Sweet Lou, it's you. Lewis Donald of Sweet Lou's Barbecue, owner operator of Sweet Lou's Barbecue in Belmont. Changed the barbecue game in Charlotte, I'd, I'd say, I believe. Well, I appreciate that. That's very kind. People, people were so excited when you showed up. And then you had Siggy's and it was a power block. Now Siggy's is out of there, and now you just own that block. People have to ask you. Well, they announced the the watermen. The right. people from the watermen are moving in across the That's street right. from you. Yeah, Paul and his partner John, I think. Okay, and they're doing seafood there. No burgers. Burgers. Okay. Burgers, milkshakes, and fries. That's so, gonna be interesting. Yeah, that's a nice I, compliment. Right, I think it'll be a great compliment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, we'll we'll have fun. They can eat their fries and my sandwiches. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so is your nickname Sweet Lou? Oh, you want to know? Uh, I want to know how you came up with, because obviously Lewis, it took us like oh, six months to figure that out. So Sweet Lou <laughs> came from the one year I went to church camp when I was growing up. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> so we went to church camp and I found myself hanging out in the girls' cabin more than my own cabin. And <laughs> the counselors nicknamed me Sweet Lou. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> were, yeah. And so were you not invited back to church camp? I didn't go back. <laughs> But you got lots of uh, postcards and letters all that school year, I bet. Yeah, we corresponded. <laughs> it was some girl from Kentucky. It was really cool. Uh, where is she now? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Let's, uh, we'll do some investigative reporting after this there and figure that go. out. That's awesome. And you're from, so Yvonne's from Cincinnati. You're from Cleveland, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome. Ohio. Cleveland, Love Ohio. Ohio people. Even though it's, it's so far away, Cleveland and Cincinnati. Might as well be in different states. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, we're basically in Canada. You're basically in Kentucky. Exactly. <laughs> we really are in Kentucky. It's true. So how did you get from Cleveland to Charlotte? Uh, let's see. January 98, I moved to L.A. for a couple years. Then I moved to Hawaii. Louisiana or? Hawaii? <laughs> well, you said L.A. Or L.A. Yeah, no, Los Angeles. Okay, yeah. cool. We're, yeah, we are in the South, I you sh- have to say. I should have went to Louisiana. I <laughs> uh, probably would have liked it a little bit more and learned more about food. But And you went to L.A. To for... No, definitely couldn't be an actor. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, Sweet Lou on the big screen? I followed a girl out there. I moved out there with a girl. Sweet Lou strikes again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Sweet Lou struck too many times. Yeah. Um, so then we, we left there. We were there for two years. And I just cooked at a mom-and-pop scratch Italian restaurant. And then we moved to Hawaii for a couple years, left there, and I moved to Tennessee. Same with the girl? No. Left her in Hawaii? Left her in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> left each other. How about that? So you were cooking in Hawaii, too? Uh, yeah. I mean, my full-time job was at Home Depot for a year and a half, two years. And then I cooked in a couple, three or four different restaurants part-time just to keep up and do different things and because that's all I ever knew. What was that like, living in Hawaii? Awesome. Pretty great, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Expensive, but... Yeah, but I was only 19, 20, 21 years old. Yeah, what do you need? <laughs> I didn't care, yeah. I yeah. mean, it didn't really matter to me, so I just had fun, and when I was out of money and super in debt, I moved back home to mom. <laughs> <laughs> like you do. Yeah. Yeah, That's that's must have been why you asked me about the ukulele. Yeah. From your time in Hawaii. Yeah, this yeah. actually is from... I got this in Hawaii at the uh, Hilton Hawaiian Village. Oh, I don't know there if you're you familiar with that. Did Waikiki really? Beach with the big <laughs> yeah. rainbow on the side. Right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> yeah. Fun times. Um, so, okay, so you came to Tennessee. So I went to Tennessee, and that's when I started working in private clubs. So I was like a line cook at a private club. And then uh, from there, I went down to Atlanta, spent two years at Cherokee Town and Country Club in Atlanta, did an apprenticeship there. 
and then I spent the next four years in West Virginia at the Greenbrier and did a, a, an apprenticeship there. And then I came down here in 08 to be the exec sue at Charlotte Country Club. Oh, fancy. Lots of private private clubs. Private clubs, what does that mean exactly? Is that like a country club, but there's no golf course? No, there's uh, a golf course. Oh, yeah, there's golf courses. But you like just, at the private clubs in Tennessee and all that? Or in it, uh, no, it's just, it's just a country club. It's just a country club. Yeah, a private club just means you got to pay like 75 grand to be a member. Okay. I didn't know if that was something fancier that I didn't know about private clubs. <laughs> no. It's just regular she's just, golf clubs. She's just a girl from Kentucky, remember <laughs> that? So you got to really explain you it to her. don't have those private clubs. <laughs> sure you do. There's great clubs in Cincinnati, actually. I'll have to ask my father. <laughs> so so what? what's the deal with a country club like being a chef is it a good gig is it a bad gig i think they're great gigs i mean you get um you know from a, a business perspective you get a huge budget you get to play with whatever you want to play with in food and equipment and do all that kind of stuff uh you get to put on tons of events um so from that aspect it's not bad because you're not really relying on the revenue like you can't write you don't have to write a menu that brings people in you have a captive audience anyway. they right. have to spend their monthly yeah you have stipend. to spend four hundred dollars a month <laughs> with you exactly. <laughs> or else you get billed anyway yeah. yeah um so in terms of that you know you get to do a bunch of wine dinners beer dinners you know bourbon dinners stuff you can't do um all the time in the regular field if that makes sense so what's what's the craziest country club story you have of like some crazy person of getting like, wasted or something. Oh, members? Yeah. Oh, there's many, many a story. <laughs> but I was a kitchen guy, so I never really got to confirm anything. Yeah. Because we're in the back of the house. But there's some crazy parties. They do, uh, you know, most clubs um, throw huge parties three or four times a year for their members. And that's when they cut loose and you would never recognize them again after that night. <laughs> uh, they don't look the same. Uh, <laughs> And there's probably a handful of members that I can say that I feel that way about. <laughs> and there are people in the city that you probably may or may not know. Your dad is 100% one of these people. Oh, yeah, for sure. Her dad belongs to a country club in Kentucky. And yeah, he gets wild. They used to call him Fireball Wayne. Yeah, if that gives you any If he's got a nickname, <laughs> he's got a story. It's a good sign slash bad sign. <laughs> yeah, there's a story. So then how'd you end up in Charlotte? Uh, so that's when I, I left. Uh, oh, Charlotte, was, Charlotte, Charlotte Country. Oh, yeah. Are you even listening? Okay. Sorry. So, <laughs> and then you went to Carmel, right? And then I went to Carmel. And then there. and then you decided the country club life is not for me. I, I, I thought at that point food wasn't for me. I tried to get out of the industry. And I, do? I went and sold fish at Inland Seafood for a oh. full year. Okay. I've been out there once. We, we ate there once. Inland Seafood? Right? Can't so you? Whole, don't they have like a few tables? Or am I thinking of okay? Just wholesale. That was your first husband. Okay. <laughs> I thought they had a few tables. <laughs> and inland seafoods here in Charlotte. Is that the one off of um, Selwyn, or is it? Oh is no, that you're thinking um, catch on. Okay, all right. Catch on Maybe seafood, like I'm a high end fish market. Yeah. No, I'm. And you're right though. They do have a couple tables. Okay. They make like crab cake sandwiches, yeah, yeah. lobster rolls. Okay, that's what I'm thinking of. Exactly. Um, and they have really good product. Um, no, Inland Seafood's a wholesaler. They're up on North Davidson. Oh. So I tried to be like that guy of like Monday through Friday, weekends off. Good schedule, yeah. But didn't well, didn't excite you? No. <laughs> Throwing the fish around? Didn't. Slapping people with the fish? No, we had a lot of fun, worked hard. <laughs> but, I mean, it just wasn't, it didn't, um, 
It, there was a big uh, a void for sure. Well, the problem with seafood. What was the void? Not enough pigs. That's the void. Well, wow. let the man answer. <laughs> there wasn't enough people. There wasn't enough interaction. There wasn't enough. It wasn't very fulfilling. And I love all those guys, and they're still all very good friends of mine and very supportive of myself and Sweet Lou's. But it, for me, selling seafood versus cooking it and serving it are two different things. So, you know, the fulfillment of somebody eating a brisket or somebody eating a fried chicken, hopefully one day next week. <laughs> um, you know, those are fulfilling moments for me, not providing raw ingredients. Yeah, because you don't know how they're going to take that fish home and fuck it up, under-season it. It's out of your hands, you know? Oh, dude, it's, <laughs> yeah. And if you don't like the way I did it, that's fine. Yeah. But at least you tried it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so then you went and you were at Reed's, right? Yes. As an executive chef there? Yeah, I mean, I was kind of, you know, at the time, um, we, when I was hired, we had Selwyn Avenue, and we had a, a commissary warehouse kitchen, um, and then we opened up South Park. So I kind of ran both stores and oversaw the commissary, where we produced 75 fresh and frozen items for the stores. I feel like that was the around the height of the burger. Was it like a $10 burger? Oh, my Lord. Not when I was there. Was It was more. It was half. It was $5, it was $5 on $5. Thursdays and it or was, whatever. And it was, like, was a mix of Tuesdays. like filet. Like it wasn't just ground beef, right? It has, it was like a, or was it? Yes, it's, there was it's other a meat. mix of filet <laughs> and strip and ribeye, yes. Yeah, it was a good burger. But what, was it not good because it was half it's off all and people house ground. No, we just out? did that. No, we just did the half price burgers just to generate revenue. Yeah. It was crazy. We I used do. to go there a lot and get that because I lived down the road when I first moved here and I love that burger. Which one, Myers Park? Yeah. And then, I mean, yeah, that was all, that had a much better mix of, the filet of the, the high ground. Yeah. Well, yeah, you have to Myers once, Park. <laughs> well, once we started doing like 250 burgers a week at South Park, it was kind of hard to keep up. You know, we didn't have that much trim. You yeah. do a, just a sprinkle of filet. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. It went in the bin. <laughs> but I mean, it was, I mean, you think about that. I mean, that's, you know, 125 pounds of ground beef every two. That's just Tuesday. Yeah. You know, that we're hand patty. And so it was good. I mean, it was a good burger, good bun, yeah. local. Yeah, and all the deli items there. So you were in charge of all of that or just the stuff that came out of the kitchen? So, yeah, I did what? Uh, all prepared foods, the wine bars, catering, the delis. I didn't do butcher shop or any of the grocery stuff. So what made you, so you're like, Reed's is cool, but I'm going to open up my own place. Yeah, Reed's was great. You know, I think what Reed's gave me was um, taught me more about business. You know, country clubs are awesome. Learned a lot, a lot about budgets and about numbers. But once I started working for a small operation um, and, you know, you had the one-on-one contact with the owner every day um, and, and accounting and all these things, you started to learn. And then I was starting to write budgets for two and three stores and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And I said, why am I doing all this? Why am I coming up with ideas to generate revenue for somebody else and all these things? And I just said, you know what, it's time to either do it myself or find something else to do again, you know, and, and I was kind of at a, a limbo in life. And that was back in, I mean, I left Reed's and nobody really knows this. I left Reed's in January of 18 and didn't have like a space or financing or anything. Took well, a leap. <laughs> yeah. I gave myself three months to get my shit together or I was going to, again, move back home to mom. <laughs> Thank it's God, good mom, to know it's an option. Mom's in Virginia Beach now, so it's a little better. <laughs> yeah. um, and my sister's there, so it would have been a different experience. But I gave myself 90 days, and I made it happen within 90 days. I was not going home to mom. 
So how did you happen upon that space in Belmont? Because I feel like, you know, you guys, like when you and Siggy's opened up, like we didn't even know that was an, I didn't know that was even a name. Yeah, we thought when Bel- they were talking about like Bel- Belmont, Belmont, <laughs> not Belmont, the neighborhood the Belmont. Of. We were very confused. <laughs> and we still get that a lot. I'm we sure. We still get people that call up and they're just like furious. They're like, where are you? We're on Main Street. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Ron Belmont, bro. Yeah. yeah. Just you got to use the zip code. Um, I feel like you were so ahead of the curve there because that is like such a good area is just going to keep growing. Like, yeah, well, I mean, you look at Siggy and we love Siggy. Siggy was awesome. Yeah. Um, she was building out and finishing up while we were starting our project. I think she opened September last year um, and she was a great neighbor. Yeah. She still owns her building. So and that was really her long game. That's true. That's, yeah. that's a good way to think about it. Cause I still, yeah, that's what she said. Like, she was, cause we loved it yeah. there. Like we would go there. Yeah, I would go there once now, a did week. Did she come eat your food being a good Jew? No, she, 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 <laughs> she was a vegan, I think. And she's Jewish. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking more Jewish. I didn't know she's not vegan. She's definitely she? vegetarian. Yes. She okay. would eat the mac and cheese okay. and she would eat the pudding. Okay. So yeah, she'd come over. And that's it. <laughs> and she, I think she actually only stepped foot like two or three times in the restaurant, like while we were working and stuff, you know, if I was closed or something, she might come over, but yeah. she never came in while we were operating, yeah. cutting all that meat and, you know, yeah. doing all that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's probably not allowed. <laughs> no. <Kosher> laws. <laughs> but she was awesome. And actually, you know, the, my building owner is, um, he owns my building and the building across the street, which is the animal hospital. Oh yeah. So, and my building owner is, um, part owner is Frank Scabelli. Yeah. I knew that. I yeah. Uh, his partner is John Lambert. Um, John and I are the ones that, you know, we do all the work together. I never really met Frank until after I opened, actually. Um, uh, and we've spoken a lot since. But uh, Siggy really set the bar for being able to open a business. You know, it is a, a changing over neighborhood, but it is still quite existing at the same time. But I can speak for her. I can speak for the animal hospital myself. It's a great neighborhood. I mean, we don't have what quote-unquote issues you may think we have over there. We haven't had any of it. It's been great. And you got, you know, you're so close to Uptown and Plaza Midwood. And you're kind of like in between all the cool neighborhoods. And Noda. I mean, we're a gap. Yeah. I call yeah. them a gap neighborhood. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's not a neighborhood that a lot of people cut through right now until they're a little more comfortable. Um, and that's coming with time. I mean, you see all the development going over there. We've got plenty of townhomes going at 10th and Siegel. We've got a couple little pockets throughout the neighborhood before between me and Parkwood. And then right there at Caldwell and right by Birdsong, Caldwell and Belmont. Yeah. you got 700 units going up right there. Yeah, and lots of it's a cute little neighborhood around there. I hope it stays I've that got, way. I've got some friends who live over there, too, and they really like it. Like, it's a lot of families. and Tons of families. Yeah. Well, I'm sure some people walk to see you, you know, from that oh, yeah. town. So, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. what were some of the other locations you were looking at during those three-month periods? Uh, what's that new one? Uh, Duck Pin Bowling? On, Where is that? On Central Ave? Oh, yeah. The That's, Plaza Midwood Cleaners? Yeah. We yeah. were the first ones to look at that. What made you not want to go with that one? Way too big for what we wanted to be. You know, kind of something we were talking about earlier uh, when you were at the spot getting some brisket. You know, when you build a 6,000-square-foot place, the expectation is a little bit different. Yes. So I've always wanted to be a sell-it-till-it-runs-out place. So we set the expectation. You know, it's small. Very little seating. Yeah, you got, I mean, how many people are working there at a time? 
Uh, one time five max. Yeah, so you know you've got a lot less people that you have to pay, a lot less overhead when some of these other places are so much bigger that they have to churn out a lot more stuff and right. Not as much room for error, I guess. Well, and then you start to compromise quality over quantity yeah, and some of those types exactly. of things. Exactly. And you can experiment and do some cool things and like keep getting better every day. Yeah, exactly. Like and start doing new sides and, you know, introducing new things and see what works on a smaller scale and not lose a lot of money, you know, on prepping it and spending on the ingredients. And, you know, if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. But we're not putting ourselves that far out there, if that makes sense. Yeah, so... I thought it was cool with Aaron Franklin. Like he kind of started like that in like a tent, basically, I think, or like a trailer food truck. Yeah. But he would like, you know, he was learning how to cook brisket to start and he would mess up. And if he messed up that day, he would like just give it to people for free because it wasn't up to his standards. And like, that's how he experimented. And like by the time. Well, and that's, you know, that's kind of when we run out sometimes because of the proteins we use, it's because I didn't order enough. So I don't use just commodity pork and beef and chicken uh, we use springer mountain farms we use creekstone black angus out of kansas and we use beeler out of uh, iowa for our pork products and i have to order the pork and the beef i have to order it 13 days in advance so i have to be kind of forecasting yeah and then when catering pops up or this pot you know or you're just yeah busy 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 and you keep cooking 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 and then all of a sudden you're like "Ooh, i only have five cases for the weekend okay <laughs> so you just kind of slow it down a little bit. And so we've had that, but that's because I won't go to chef store or restaurant depot and just buy commodity. You can tell the meat is so high quality. When we first tried your meat, like your brisket, I mean, Jason had tears in his eyes. Was, okay, let's <laughs> I like the ribs. <laughs> I'm like, but he's such a brisket man. And he was like, this is the best. Brisket. I only cry about Tiger Woods winning the masters. He I don't cry over lot, brisket. I'll be honest with you. Oh, you have <laughs> cried a lot. You cried in April, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's been 12 years before that though. Um, okay. So how'd you decide on a barbecue place? Because you didn't really have a barbecue background. No, I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. We don't barbecue, we grill. Um, So barbecue was a couple of things. One, um, you know, most recently in being in Charlotte, there's a lot of barbecue restaurants. um, And from a business uh, standpoint, barbecue is the most trendiest thing going on in the country right now. So it's the most... Uh, lucrative to get into in terms of growth. Um, But when you look at barbecue and you start reading Texas Monthly and you start reading Southern Living and all these different lists, Garden and Gun and all these things, none of them are really restaurants, right? They're barbecue joints. And for me, I felt like we didn't... What's the difference between a restaurant and a barbecue joint? Uh, For me, in my opinion, um, sell till it runs out, full service, bars, you know, salads on menus. Uh, I don't, that's not really. Salad does not belong at a barbecue joint. Burgers. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Also does not belong. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but they're out there and that's yeah. what people think too. But it's more of a, it's more of a restaurant, like a sit down restaurant that serves barbecue and not a barbecue place. Correct. Yeah. And even then when they serve barbecue, are they smoking it? You know, is There's it a lot of those questions that go yeah. out there. But. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of how I looked at it. And, you know, there's people in town that do a really good job, but they're, they're restaurants to me. So I wanted to just be barbecue. Um, after private country clubs and after Reed's Fine Foods, I wanted to be able to be identifiable. You know, you can go into a club and ask for anything you want, and they'll make it happen. 
You can go into Reed's Fine Foods and ask for anything you want. They'll make it happen. If you come to me and you want a burger, I just can't do it. <laughs> they can't Sorry. even be mad because you just you can't do it. They don't no, even have it. <laughs> no, no tuna salad on white. No, no tacos. Well, when it's really focused like that, everything has to be good, right? So it's like the pressure's higher, but also it allows you to, like you were saying before, like make everything super quality. Like, you know, you don't have to, you're not stretched too thin. Well, so. yeah. And I, that's a great statement because that's all we focus on is, you know, our six sides our sauces, and our meats. Oh, the sauces. Let's just pause there. Your mustard <laughs> sauce. Yeah, this... Uh, just drinking it at home. This Tiny Pain Tape <laughs> podcast is brought to you by the brisket sauce. Oh, Put yeah, it on anything. sauce, I guess. But yeah, literally I, anything. I, I don't let that stop good. me. I, I used it as a salad dressing the other day. There you go. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that. So I want to know, I have a quick question sidebar about the sauces. So you have to put the ingredients on the sauces, right? But does yes. like, how does that work with the ratios? Obviously, you don't want to give your sauce recipe away. Like, I don't know. <laughs> how well, honest is that ingredient Well, that's list 100% because that's done be. by the state. Okay. Yeah. So they so, come in and watch you? No, you have to send it. Send it in. Okay. And then they will give you, they will send you back your nutritional panel that you have to use. Okay. Um, and that's to be able to sell it retail in any other spot than mine. You so have if I, to have that. Yeah. But if you were just selling it... In my, my yeah. place, I wouldn't have to have anything. So this way you can be in Publix or anything, mm-hmm. anywhere. That's pretty Publix, cool. Is Teeter. that the plan? Or? Um, I mean, sure. Why not? Yeah. You know, I mean, I just haven't... I think for me, I'm kind of diving more into like the airport thing, trying yeah. to get into there, trying to get into some smaller shops around town. That's smart. Um, and we've got into like Rhino... Uh, Earl's, a uh, couple common markets, um, Mecklenburg County Market over there by the hospital. So we've got a couple cases floating around. But It's a great souvenir. We always get, like, barbecue sauce when we travel. Yeah, it's a great souvenir because it lasts for a long time. Yeah. And, and everybody keep likes some on it. hand when you have some visitors and be like, yeah. look what I got you, the Sweet Loose sauce. Yeah, instead of getting, like, a spoon. <laughs> so what's your, what's your favorite sauce that you make? Like, what's your personal favorite? Uh... Honestly, probably the Alabama white. Okay. I'm still getting into that because, like, that's not a usual sauce for me for barbecue. And I love it, though. I only eat it on chicken, though. So you don't, yeah, it has to be on chicken. Yeah. Everything okay. else, nothing else I sauce. If I do, like, if I eat a pork skin sandwich in the morning or something. Oh, oh my gosh. I use the mustard sauce for oh, sure. Yeah. Wait, are you going to start selling a pork skin sandwich? I don't have enough pork skins. <laughs> that sounds You great. just have to ask for it. Get oh to know gosh. Sweet Lou. <laughs> well, have you had it? No, I haven't. I didn't <laughs> even know it existed, but now I, I know Sweet Lou, so. Yeah, just come in and ask, and we'll make you one. All right. Well, you have, so you have a very special bag here that you've brought us, too. Yeah, it might be a little greasy. It's sausage. <laughs> it's sausage? Yeah. All right. So is that on the menu now? Saturday. Saturdays. Saturday so, sausage, Saturday burritos, too? Saturday burritos, Saturday wings, Saturday beef ribs. Saturday's a busy day for Sweet Lou. And Sunday fried chicken. So I you do a huge today. beef rib, like one of the big ones? Yeah, we started it. Um, so, again, going back to my story about Creekstone, right? And how I have to order it. So I happened to get a case two weeks ago, just by chance. So I, I cooked them and served them, and everything went really well, even though it's 24 bucks a pound. And each bone, and they're sold by the bone, each bone's about a pound and a quarter. So it's 30 bucks. Oh, my gosh. Just like, I mean, pretty much everywhere else, you know. Yeah. Lewis Barbecue, Texas, they're all about the same price. But then I couldn't get them again for another couple of weeks. So... I'll have them um, uh, this Saturday coming up. 
Mark your calendars. And, your then, and then I'm getting them every The problem Saturday. is we're releasing oh, this right. next Sunday, so that's, <laughs> that's for you. It's just for us. We'll just tell the people okay. we really like. So what what was the biggest learning curve when you were learning barbecue? Because you, I'm sure you did barbecue at some point, but yes. you're like, I'm going to open up. I got three months to open up a place. Yeah. I hope you guys can hear the sound of the opening of the sausage. sausage and, and like, uh, what is that a side of something too? The way he that's our corn pudding. So, corn pudding. Oh my God, my dad. That's my dad's favorite thing in the whole wide world. We just started making yeah, it. Yeah, that's new. Okay, we'll have to bring him over. Are people requesting it. No, we're just you know we're all creative. Yeah. I got uh, four or five creative people that work with us. Oh my God. We should go live on that sausage. <laughs> anyway, Jason, are you talking about something? Uh, so, yeah, talk about, so, okay, you got, you decide you're going to quit reads and you got three months to find a place and start barbecue and you've never done barbecue before. So back when I was at the Greenbrier, I was an apprentice. Um, and this will probably go deeper than it needs to, but. Go deep, baby. Um, one of, uh, so <laughs> one of the guys that, uh, um, helped me write like a bio about myself and some of my stuff for my website he said you know Lewis he goes with all your travels because I left home at 17 you know so with all my travels and my history and all those types of things like food is what means family to me um so when I was in West Virginia there was a guy there by the name of Ken Hess who had a, a competition trailer so he had you know hand sinks on there turkey fryers coolers prep tables, and then a huge Texas offset-style smoker. And that was his thing. That's what he he went and did competitions. He was a graduated apprentice from the Greenbrier. He stayed on, and that's what he did on his weekends and time off. Was And he would even come down here to Shelby. They used to do one in October. They don't do it anymore. But um, So we would hang out with him. He would do caterings around in the local community. And, you know, so we'd go down there and cook briskets overnight, drink beer, and you know, whatever. My kids, they were younger at the time, so that was kind of like Uncle Ken to them. And, you know, we just hung out. My stepdad loves his ribs. Um, and it's memorable to my stepdad. We're talking about, uh, what year is it, 90? So, like, 12 years ago is the last time my stepdad had his ribs, probably, and he still talks about them. Um, so that's when I started cooking barbecue and learning more about it. Um, and then a buddy of mine opened a restaurant in L.A., uh, and I went out and worked with him for four or five days a couple years ago um, before I left Reeds. Um, and that's uh, I said, this is what I got to do. This is it. So you kind of had a plan. You knew the barbecue thing was coming a little bit before. Yes. yes. Okay. So what's the kind of explain to people a typical day for you as far as when do you start making the brisket? When do you start with the with the pork and everything well i think it goes by the best way to do that is by week so we cook monday through saturday we cook brisket and pork so tomorrow i'll come in and monday's a bad example because you know we're, we're not open so i'll come in tomorrow at you know eight and light the smoker fresh wood no charcoal um i do use a propane jet though i don't know if you've ever seen one of those um, I'd like to see one. Sounds intense. They're pretty cool. <laughs> uh, it's kind of fun to scare people. Um, so we'll light that up, and I'll cook briskets and pork for the next day because you're looking at anywhere from 8 to 12 hours. So we're there all day Mondays cleaning, prepping, doing little projects, you know, whatever. 
Um, I'm kind of in and out on Mondays, getting food orders and doing all that. And then we hot hold overnight. So by the time I leave at night, my brisket and pork are cooked for the next day, and I'm confident with what I got going in the next day. So then I come in the next day, 6, 6.30, light it up, get it rolling, and do ribs and chicken. So my ribs, when I first started, and I haven't told my buddy Ken yet, but the rule of thumb used to be 3, 2, 1, 3-hour smoke, 2-hour pull, wrap, add a little apple juice or something or beer or whatever, wrap them, put them back on, and then the last hour, unwrap them. But due to, um, how do I put it, volume and business and not knowing what to expect, we do our ribs four-hour smoke, one-hour wrap. So they're done in five hours, and they're the full spare. Well, you've had them. Do you guys use apple juice or beer? I don't use anything when I wrap. Nothing. Yeah, nope. they don't need it. Okay. I didn't want, you know, I'm not a big. Pass me a sausage. I know, I was going to say, I'm staring at it. <laughs> for the love Go of God. I, and I want to talk about that because that's a special project, you know, full Let's disclosure. Let's talk about it right now. Here, that's I'm, some corn pudding. I'm, I'm taking one like it's. <laughs> I didn't bring a knife on purpose. Good. I mean, we got to have fun while we do these, right? I'm going to try to be a lady about it, my sausage. Why? <laughs> Go for it. I know. Oh, yeah, this is good. Yeah, tell um, us about the sausage. So the sausage timely. is when we, let's see, we started, we opened with Sausage mm-hmm. Saturday, but we would buy, like, raw sausages wherever we could, you know, different sizes and making sure that they're four-ounce raw links and I could cook them and sell them as is and make our margins. And I just got tired of it i don't trim my brisket like a lot of people do i mean you guys notice i'd leave a lot of the fat on there because i, I hate when it. people trim brisket i don't understand the it. fat that's favorite part <laughs> that's the whole point of eating brisket well there's two parts that have to come off there's the one kind of little nugget on the on the underside on the meat side and then there's a nugget where the burn ends are that's all fat in there you got to pull all that yeah because it'll render but when people want their brisket lean i judge them I judge them real hard. I've actually had people in line. I had somebody ask. They said, do you have lean brisket? And I said, I do. And they said, well, does it have the fat on it? And I said, of course it does. <laughs> and, and they left. So it doesn't taste like bark. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they yeah. left. And people behind them were like, what are they doing? Do they not understand? It, it doesn't matter if it's lean or not. It's got plenty of fat in it. It's brisket. Yeah. yeah that's kind of the point. Yeah. What's also cool about your place is it's kind of like, you go up and you chop it right in front of people. Yes. And that's kind of the show. Like they do, that's a big Texas thing mm-hmm. where you go in and show you know, people like, the meat before you, you order it by the pound. It. So yeah. you say, I want quarter pound, half pound of brisket. They pull it out they start chopping it up right in front of you. You can see, you can ask them if you want a meatier or a more uh, fat content, but you can see Leaner what they're fatty. doing. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> fact, I love that. Uh, That was part of the concept. That's what I wanted to do because I wanted to feel like, um, again, it's something different than what everybody else does in town. And it adds to full disclosure. Um, Like, you know, let's talk about the sausage. So the sausage is I don't grind anything because I don't have the trim from the brisket. I don't trim my pork shoulders. They come in perfect. There's no point in trimming them. Um, So I buy, or sorry, nieces, but I barter. (laughs) <laughs> I send uh, four pounds of uh, As pork. a CPA, I didn't hear any of this. <laughs> uh, yeah. The IRS ever asked you if you barter, you always say no. Oh, never. <laughs> That's my wanted tax tip for the day. Good, because I don't know anything about taxes. <laughs> um, so I use um, Nisa's sausage. Mm-hmm. They're hot breakfasts. 
And then so it's I use spicy. Right. It's delicious. I don't even add any spice. You I add, don't. I add salt, pepper. Uh, well, I do a little bit. So I add. All right. So I take fifty percent Nisa's breakfast hot, fifty percent Creekstone ground beef. Mix it together. Add a little more salt, pepper, and garlic, and then I marinate it with uh, jalapeno pale ale. Oh my oh. gosh! Bird song. Little bird song. Mm-hmm. Neighbor. Ex- exactly. So um, and Nisa's too. Is, is that local to here? I, mean, I know it's in Greensboro. Nota. Okay. They yeah. like a. I guess a distributor. That's here, just the distribution. Yeah, yeah. So I go up there and I walk away with 20 pounds of sausage. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happens, happens. Whatever the they time, eat for but... lunch, I have no idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's a great partnership because those sausages are good. So Saturday right now, every Saturday? Every Saturday. It's sausage. And it's, and it's fun and it's simple and it's local and it's, you know, again, full disclosure, like we don't, I mean, I'm not going to tell you I grind sausage and that's my recipe. I mean, that's just, that's just how we do it. We just have fun with food and do what we're capable of in the space we have. So I'll talk about meal prep. You could just go to Lou's for the week and like get like a bunch of meat and like add it to like your lunches or like breakfast. Like that would be amazing. It's great for keto. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Like you're on, you're it on is, trend. It is the keto diet. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. all meat. There's no sugar in our rub. There's no, yeah, See? no, we're good. Hey, we're okay. being healthy. One more thing on what you cooked and then we're going to get to some Charlotte things. Okay. Let's talk about the bacon. <laughs> Your oh, bacon yeah. sandwich. Yeah, man. That was, I haven't had. That, yeah, she was out of town. Thank God. More for me. Um, <laughs> I saw just, the pictures. Looked really that was good. the best bacon of all time. So just how, how'd you... And, it, and you said bacon, tomato, mayonnaise. And bread. And bread. bread. Stop. Wait, when it. can I get that? <laughs> tomato? I mean, I don't know how much longer I tomatoes know. are really going to last. We're at the end. Um... I mean, I can get a belly in. So I cure my, I dry cure, but I do it twice. So I dry cure the belly for three days. And all I use is salt, pepper, granulated garlic, and chili, and brown sugar. And that's it. And I just pack it like, um, almost like salt packing, like you're baking something. I just pack it. And then I let it sit for three days. And then I wash it all the way and repack it for another two days. Oh. Yeah. And then I wash that away and let that air dry in the cooler for two days, and then oh I gosh. smoke. You take such care. <laughs> There's well, like such a time-consuming process. That's why I don't make it a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about it the other one. day. I was like, what happened to the bacon? I was like, oh, I remember. <laughs> that was a lot of work. Yeah, yeah that bacon that was good, though. Did you get yours with mayonnaise? No. Okay. I got it straight up with... Um, Bread. <laughs> and I got the tomato because I, okay, I like good. the... Because he doesn't normally I don't eat normally tomato. eat tomatoes, but I like... It adds a nice consistency, like with the pork belly. And you're allowed to have a nutrient. It won't... You know, you're allowed. <laughs> I'm allowed, but why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm there for the meat. His body was alarmed. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what is not brown? That's weird. <laughs> um, but it was so... Just so good. It was so good. I would have just ordered. Next time you make it, I'm just gonna come in and order like a pound of, of bacon. Well, dude, yeah, yeah no, I'll because uh, I'm gonna. It's funny you mention that because I'm gonna work on something with cheer wine. Oh, um, I just know. I'm not gonna tell you what happened to my body, but it's aroused. <laughs> it, it's, I love cheer wine. I think I'm gonna do something kind of fun because they were just in the other day and we were talking about marketing and partnering on things and, um, and I'm not really a big. Um, I think cheer wine is different, you know, doing something with cheer wine to enhance the, the barbecue is different than, 
doing like a mango jalapeno sauce or some of those kind of different, you know, restaurant-ish type things. Yeah. I think Cheerwine speaks to our brand as well, you know, uh, local, simple. Sure. Um, so I think we're going to do something with pork belly, just a sandwich huh. with like uh, I'm listening. a Cheerwine <laughs> brine and injecting it. And then I think all I'm going to do for the sauce is just reduce Cheerwine with my vinegar sauce. Wow. That sounds great. And you sell cheer wine, right, in the store? Absolutely. You guys have some other good soda varieties, I feel like, or other good drinks. Just simple stuff. Yeah. We got a lot of beer. Yeah, yeah. they got a it's nice a beer. beer cooler, and then they got, like, a little soda fountain thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're always trying to... sweet, sweet tea. Oh, yeah, and lemonade. Yeah. And the banana pudding. Yeah. Is that your, like, like what's your most popular, like, thing besides the meat? Would it be, like, was it a side? Is it mac and cheese? Is it... Uh, we go through a ton of mac and cheese and collards. Okay. Are those the two most popular? Like, it's like, what is it, pulled pork? Or is it brisket more? Like, what's the most popular meal? Or can you even say, is it... Brisket. It's all... By, really? by pound, by yield, is probably brisket. Brisket with the collards and the mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. That's a meal right there. Because it's the best one. brisket in town. Oh, yeah. Sky and Pancake approved. Sky and Pancake. Okay, so... Thanks. <laughs> um, so you've, you've gotten some notoriety. I saw you were just... Thrillist top 33 barbecue places in the country. Yeah. Wow. Which is pretty cool. So what What else? Because you've only been open for... Eight months. Yeah, eight months. So you're getting, like, some good notoriety. But then there's some other places popping up in town, too. So other than, you know, you running out, what, what do you think sets you aside from the other places in town? Um, I think it's... Um, the ambiance, the standard we set in both directions, not only in quality and consistency, but in you know what you're paying for and you know what to expect when you walk in the door. You know what I mean? Um, just friendly service. You have the nicest people. We've always had, like, big smiles, like, whenever we come in. Like, they're all super and are most do they, do they live in Belmont? Uh, a couple of them. Because mm-hmm. it seemed like you have, like, the local... You know, people that live near you working for you, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, we try. We've got a couple high school kids. Um, one lady and her daughter both work there. She grew up in the neighborhood. So her her mom, who unfortunately just recently passed away, but she lives on the other side of Parkwood. That's where they grew up. So, I mean, for most of them, yeah, they're in the neighborhood. Well, that's the crazy thing about So sometimes, like, high school students can give, like, really great service like that. But I've noticed a lot of places recently, it's all just surly teenagers just glaring at you. And there's nothing that makes me yeah. not want to go to a place more. And it's like, I get it. Hire teenagers. But, like, if they're not going to smile, like, there's another teenager who will do it. Like Sometimes. Yeah, I, mean, I know. kids. Well, it's, it's hard to find. It's hard to find. I know. Child. I, yeah. I hate to say it that way. <laughs> child labor. <laughs> Well, it's, you want the child labor because I know we've been talking to other chefs. They've been saying it's so expensive to find people to work for you now. Well, the way we pay, you gotta get that child labor. Um, <laughs> child. <laughs> I, I want to. I like to give high school kids an opportunity to make well, it's money. It's so good to have a job when you're in high school because I couldn't wait to work. I oh. mean, when I was 13 and me 14 too. and people wouldn't hire me because I wasn't old enough, I remember getting fired from uh, a grocery store because I lied on my application and said I was 16. Me, my parents drove me to my first job. That's how eager I was to get, like, I was yeah. 14 and they just drove me and picked me up. I mean, they were fine. They were happy. But, like, yeah, like, there's so many kids who, like, yeah, they want that opportunity to show that they're responsible and give them something to do. And yeah. It's hard Jason to find, Jason wouldn't though. know about it. I mean, it, even but. my own kids, I love them. If they're listening. But, um, <laughs> they need to get a job. They don't want to work. <laughs> my oldest, he's pretty good. But my youngest, no. He wants to 
He doesn't want to work. How old are your kids? 17 and 14. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they could be working there for you right now. <laughs> yeah, but they don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I bet they want you to bring stuff. They want to get paid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, but they, they don't want to work. work. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever thought of doing like an overnight, like people come at night, smoke the brisket together, like have a little party, and then you eat it in the morning? We have thought about that. Um, And there's a way to do it. Um, You know, I think we can do it. I would take care of the restaurant meat ahead of time so that we're ready, you know, for the so next day. So you mean day. like patrons coming in and doing Well, just yeah, like, like hey, yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah, like, because okay. that's one, like, I'd love to, I read Aaron Franklin's book and I was like, this sounds really cool. I'd, but it's kind of daunting to like start or just yeah, like. <laughs> I mean, it's not, you know, possible. the thing about it is, is that it's, if you're, it, it's a long time and you don't really do much. So you need a lot of beer. Yeah, but still, it's so a, but it's a daunting gap. task though to just Attempt. for someone who has never done it before. So you'd love to learn from a expert like yeah. Sweet Lou how to well, how to it's do an a little expensive habit too. If you're just doing yeah. it at home and trying oh, that's to fine. figure it out, that's fine. Well, some some <laughs> more. I talk, you know, we'll I'd, spend money. We'll just waste money. So that's fine smoker, for us. Right? I mean, or how no, I can show you that. Maybe that's part of the class. Show you how to use your Weber grill as a grill. smoker. I yeah, mean, there's there's yeah. ways. I mean, you don't have to go out and please, and you don't have to go buy a Traeger or a Green Egg or any of those to just a regular. See, grill. I think that'd be yeah. I think that'd be cool, and I think a lot of people, especially bros, we'd love to like do that one night. Like, that might be fun. Like you just. Have 10, 15 people. We just hang out all night, and you just tell us some stuff. Well, we did a uh, we did that for free range. We did a whole hog for them, and we had like thirty people over at Sweet Lou's, if you can imagine that. And they stayed over the night. Uh huh. Wow, it's yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah, it was pretty. I didn't feel so great the next day because yeah. <laughs> I don't cook that way. You know, I'm at home sleeping. Yeah, yeah. just let uh, it do its magic while you go home. Yeah. Um, no, but you know what? It it would be fun about that class because I have the trailer smoker we could use for something. We could set up a, a Weber, and I can show you how to smoke on those. I mean, it's not none of it's rocket science. And then we can use our smoker, and then yeah, we can all eat. You guys can go home with brisket and ribs and pork and chicken, and just take home. So that you we'll can help sleep. you promote that. Yeah, I love this idea. When you do that. I think that would, I, I have a ton of friends that like, you know, they're into smoking. We need a cool name stuff. for it. Yeah. Play on smoking. Sweet Lou's <laughs> uh, Christian Camp Night. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll. <laughs> Dude, that is awesome. Sneaking into bunk 304. <laughs> yeah. And what we'll do is we'll have once, once the waterman opens on the other side, that'll, we'll have like a girl's night over there. So we'll be able to see them from across the hall. Yeah. Well, at least I'll go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know who'll be running over. But back to Jason's question. So yeah, like the service, the, you know, the quality of the food. And it's the anticipation. I mean, a lot of people come because they don't want to run out. Yes. I mean, that really does add to it. You know, I mean, you just yeah, get to the, there early. This morning I was like, oh shit, I gotta get there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we haven't had too many instances lately. I mean, we cook a lot more than we used to. We're only at about 50% capacity of our smoker. Okay. Um, which is good. Um, room to grow. Yeah, <laughs> definitely room to grow. Um, but at the same time, you know, uh, customers, they're starting to pick up on the specials of the days, and we're starting to see customers come back in certain days of the week because they want certain things. And, you know, we're starting to notice that our specials, we have a lot of return customers, which is great. Because they're starting to see that our special sides 
you know, they make a difference to people. And that's what we want to do with the food is make a difference. We don't want to be stale and stagnant, but at the same time, we also want to be true to just barbecue. But get people excited along the way about little pop-up. And it seems like people drive pretty far to come see you. Like, I'm pretty sure the people in front of me today drove from Winston-Salem. We do get a lot of -of out-of-towners, mostly on the weekends. People Um, drive for barbecue. And that's that's the whole thing. Exactly. We drove once to that place, um, uh, Lexington. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah, like, and that was a truck. But for barbecue, you know, any other thing, you'd say, no, it's too far. But for barbecue. Well, we drive, like... Well, we will. You guys yeah. go everywhere. We go to Butson fun. Hall once a year. That's our January. Just for lunch. January first, we drive up to Butson Hall. <laughs> January first, every yeah, year, New yeah. Year's Day, every year, yeah, if you New want Year's to join Day. Us, <laughs> it's a party. <laughs> wow. Well, we stay in. It's the only two hours. We go over there. We have, you know. <laughs> we go to bed early the night before. We don't even. They don't do brisket though. No. Not yet. He's going to. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. We love we love books. Well, him and his dad are building offset smokers now. Oh. And pig cookers. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. So okay, so who are who are the people in the industry? The because we were talking about yeah. Elliot Moss. Okay. So so who are the people that you like? We won't talk about the people you don't like. The people I like. Yeah, like that. You're like, oh, they're doing cool stuff. <clears throat> oh, I mean, I think a lot of people do cool stuff. I mean, I think, um, you know, the ones that I really looked at and kind of tried to model what we do. Um, you know, the Alabama style chicken like Big Bob Gibson in Alabama. Uh, the ribs are a dry rub rib, kind of like a Memphis style. Um, I really, really like John Lewis Barbecue in Charleston. He's, you know, I just... So I haven't been to that one. I've only no. been to no? Rodney Scott. Oh, Lewis Barbecue, man. I need. I mean, I make sausage, but he makes sausage. <laughs> I mean, oh, no, I cook brisket, there. but we haven't been cooks cause, brisket. Because when did that open? Uh... 15 maybe 16 yeah see we haven't really been that much because yeah. riding's kind of open like two years ago like true. they yeah. opened kind of around the same yeah, yeah we gotta go know back. The, well i mean they're like a block and a half away from each other yeah and then you know lewis barbecue and home team share a parking lot yeah barbecue down there is pretty is home team good uh, they're you know they're a restaurant. Yeah, it's more like a restaurant. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, they're always on Southern Charm on Bravo, which is why I asked. Oh, really? Yeah, I've never I think seen one that the, show. One of them must be like a. Partner. There's no reason for you to see that show. <laughs> you have two boys. God bless. Uh, oh, you yeah. don't have to watch a lot of Bravo. You don't have to watch a lot of Bravo because no. of that. <laughs> no, we get to have a lot of a lot of fun times. I I think one of the funnest times. It, there's nothing more satisfying than taking your kid to the paintball. Range. Oh. Oh my gosh, that sounds painful. I mean, you're, and like, you're and supposed like, to shoot him. And like no. destroying him. <laughs> I yeah. mean, that's the name of the game. <laughs> yeah, sorry, son. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty fun. Blop, blop. Have you ever done paintball? No, I'm too scared yeah, of that shit. Too. I'm a Jew, we're remember. Both, we're both very delicate. It's not, oh, it's not that bad, actually. <laughs> if I got even, like, if I heard a shot, I'd, I'd be in the corner crying, yeah. <laughs> be like, oh, God, gunshots. You'll no, I could probably do it. It'd be fine. <laughs> um, I just wear earplugs and, you know, a lot of armor. Uh <laughs> Sounds like we're due for a trip to Charleston. Yeah, Yeah, John uh, Lewis, I mean, he does good stuff. And, you know, I read about a lot of people nowadays. Because you you told me about the place in New York that I'm dying to go. Our hometown. Yes. In Brooklyn. Yeah, it's in Red Hook. It's like impossible. Red Hook's like the farthest away from everything. Dude, I took my kids up there. And I was determined to go. We were saying, it took you like two hours. Were you in Manhattan? Yeah. Took you two hours to get there. It's it's freaking hard. Was it worth it? Oh, absolutely. It's really good. Yeah. 
Because you don't think about, obviously, I'm going out Brooklyn. Right. So, <laughs> not for barbecue. No. So I have, I have a buddy, a couple buddies in New York, that they've started a wean club. So every month they go to a different wean place around New York. And they want they he emailed me about going to hometown. Yeah, because he does uh some kind of Korean sticky yeah. something. Oh. Yeah, and it's supposed to be freaking off the wall. So I was like, when you do that, I wanna be they let one guest in the wing club every time. I was like, when you go to hometown, I'm coming up for that. So I'm trying to arrange that. See, and I like him because his whole story, so it's hometown, right? But his food, I mean, and think about it, he's born and raised in, in Brooklyn. And it's so eclectic and so cultural. Yeah, like his, a Korean, like that's a cool... His menu is very the same, but in a barbecue method, right? Barbecue to me is a cooking method. It's not a dish. And it's so regional. And I think like what you were talking about, cheer wine, like incorporating a local ingredient like that and to make it like your barbecue and like doing stuff like that. Like in Brooklyn, it's okay to do the Korean style and, you know, with I think it makes, because it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, and, and he's, I mean, I went there on a Sunday in March and I stood in the cold for an hour before, or 30 minutes before I even got inside and stood inside for another hour and a half. Yeah. They were cranking all day long. Okay. Wh- who else? So I like him, Billy Durney. Um, you know, probably the old school cats. Aaron Franklin does great work. Um, and the reason I like Aaron Franklin is because he's probably the same, although I've never met him kind of share the same mentality in a lot of ways you can he will tell you how he does anything and i am not afraid to take that and use it and i'm not afraid to tell you how i do anything if anybody you know what i mean like how i make my sauces i don't care i'll give you, you a recipe okay. you don't have to be like yeah so proprietary and secretive right like put it out there and yeah i mean people try it if they want yeah people cook man that's what people do so go ahead have fun I don't think I could recreate your sauces, though. Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> what, do I have all the ingredients probably in my... Uh, so I guess it was just mustard and... In your cabinet? Yeah, probably. Yeah, sugar and then a bunch of spice. A little bit of sugar, not much. Not much sugar. Yeah, which is why I liked it. Yeah, I'm not big on sugar in it. Because even your red sauce was not... Like, their, whatever, they, the sweeter one was not super sweet. Well, and that's what... It's not sweet. So most of them are... They're all... All right, so I'll tell you about sauces. <laughs> I love sauce. Let's get into it. She's a sauce girl (laughs) through and through. So the one that you, we make a vinegar sauce. um, And since we bottle everything, we've, since day one, we've been working on bottling. So we have a co-packer that makes our saw, our vinegar sauce in five gallon buckets. And then we literally have mustard, ketchup, and mayonnaise. And we just open it up and just use a ratio of our vinegar sauce. To make mind blown, so it's like <laughs> if anybody knows anything about culinary, and we talk about the mother sauces, yeah, and there's derivative derivatives of, well, our pork sauce is like our hollandaise. Yes, oh my gosh, that's so cool. <laughs> mind blown. It yeah. just makes it it makes it easy to replicate. It makes it easy to manage. It makes it yeah. easy to, because if you think about, say my pork sauce has thirty ingredients in it, which is probably way say it has twenty. So now I got to stock those 20 ingredients Mm -hmm. and then somebody's got to make it. And if I'm going through 40 gallons a week and somebody messes up a batch, then I got to throw it away or they mess it up and I don't know they mess it up and it goes out to everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's more consistent this mm -hmm. way and easier. Yeah. Yeah. Just consistent and um, keeps your inventory level a little bit lower. I love it. Okay, so when you're not at Sweet Lou's, which oh is not that much, uh-uh. <laughs> where else are you eating around town? Where do you like to go? 
Oh, um, let's see. I mean, in the last couple months, I've eaten at NC Red, Dish. Um, love Dish. Oh, I love that place. NC there. Red's great. I mean, I love Drew and Bruce. Jason's doing... been, but I haven't. I went for their... Well, you don't eat fried food. I really don't eat a lot of fried food. Yeah, they're... The menu's pretty... They're hot chicken. There's a bunch of stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they have fish. I know. I need to try it. I get nervous about waiting. I know that the smaller the place, the more I think I'm going to have to wait. Charlotte, you got to wait. I know, you got to wait. Normally, I just get him to bring me takeout while I stay in the cave, <laughs> like he did today. I was like, oh, I didn't have to leave, and I get sweet loose. Yeah, you're very lucky you see her. Yeah. This is she's not out. You don't go out? out? No, I'm like an absolute, an absolute hermit. Yeah. All right, well, that's cool. It's Sunday. Yeah. It's normal yeah. for a normal person, yeah. you know, never leave the house. All right, NC Red. Dish. <laughs> Back on topic. Um, dish. Uh, Sal's Pizza over on Monroe. Okay, we haven't been there yet. Kristen Weil from Unpretentious Palette. Mm-hmm. Um, I know she's a huge fan of yours, too. She said she loves it there. She lo- I, actually, a lot of people in the industry have been eating there lately. I mean, I think they do a great job. Gotta, okay. But there. my favorite pizza in town is still Benny's Pizza. Okay. We don't, we don't Where's like that? Benny Pinello's. Yeah, oh, man. I like Benny Pinello's. I think. I'm okay on Benny I mean, Pinello's. I think it's great. It's like, I don't know. I don't I know, man. I can't get on board with Benny Pinellas. I'm a simple guy. <laughs> but, I, but Sal's looks good. I like a thicker crust. Sal's I think is that's good. it. Because like Benny Pinellas is more of the, I don't know, I guess it's almost like New York style, right? I mean, it's Super like thin. Thing. Yeah. That's not foldable. Really, yeah. Pick that whole thing up. I want something doughier. <laughs> you want more maybe, carbs. Yeah, more carbs. <laughs> always. <laughs> it's my life goal. <laughs> I don't want to get more carbs in there. Um, yeah, okay. So, Fo- I ate Fonoda the other night. Haven't been there either. Was it good? Yeah, it's actually pretty good. I like, you know, and I when I go to places, I look at, you know, I do a lot of to go food as well. So, you know, when they did the the pho to go, they broke everything down. You got your cilantro and your bean sprouts. Yeah, they packed all the veg separate. They had the noodles in one container and the and the meat, and then they had the broth totally separate. And I thought that's that's such care. That's thinking about things. You know what I mean? Um, Their banh mi was okay. The bread was a little too soft, but. Um, and then where'd I go? I mean, I eat at Brooks almost every Monday. Okay. <laughs> what is there a place where you're like, okay, I have my brisket. I want to do like a hack and like mm. get some crazy bread or like add something to it. Have you ever done that? No, with my brisket, I eat a lot of eggs. Okay. Oh. It's keto. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I mean, I just, like, at, at the restaurant, I'll just scramble eggs and brisket. Brisket on the side. Sauce? Like no the sauce. White sauce? I know you sauce. Salt, pepper, chicken. chili flake. Okay. Yeah. I love that. It's a simple, simple man. Brisket hack. You don't really need much when you have that brisket. <laughs> no, I like that. Oh, dude. you know, all right, so I'll give you one. So Charlotte Country Club uses my brisket. For Sunday brunch, eggs Benedict. No way. Oh, I cook them brisket. Those and then lucky they, ducks. Yeah, because it's a member-only club, so they don't have to worry about health department stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, really, like I they can't can do it. They can afford to get sick. They can all go to the emergency. Well, room. I mean, they all know me though. <laughs> yeah. See, no, I'm just Because I came from there, and actually, my real estate guy is a, was a board member when I was there. Okay. So when I was there, um, by the way, great golf course. Yeah, probably the best in the city. Donald Ross design. Yeah. Of course. Played there once. It, they don't... It's very waspy there. Oh, I can't imagine. It's very waspy? <laughs> yeah. As a Jew, I didn't feel 100% like I felt in there, <laughs> but loved it. 
So oh, brisket really? on an English muffin. Just yeah, it's in day. Plaza Midwood, so it's not far from. Uh, it's right. Yeah, I mean, you'd be country. It's an awesome. Oh Plaza yeah. Midwood? No, but oh yeah. It's seriously the best golf course in town. I didn't know that. Yeah, you would never know. I mean, it's surrounded because I used to live. They owned a bunch of houses on property, and I used to live. You know where Shamrock Elementary? Yeah, is? yeah. Like across the street is the back of the club. I used to oh. live in one of the houses. Yeah, it's right there. Low key. Great, great golf course. My dad has a couple of buddies that are members there, so they've got me on to play. So yeah, if you pay a hundred thousand dollars a year, you can have Sweet Lou's for brunch at the Country Club once a week. Once a week, <laughs> worth yeah. it. Hey man, <laughs> I'd pay it. <laughs> and we get a lot of the traffic from there. I mean, there's a lot of members that still remember me. But when I was there, the board member that um, he's now my real estate guy, and he's kind of a big guy in town, Charles Thrift. He does all my real estate for me. So when I was there, we. Um, Member guest is a big deal in golf, right? Yes. Yeah. And they That's said they were doing, yeah, it's a huge. <laughs> I've been asking her dad to be the guest for a couple of years now. Yeah. And he said maybe next year. What? For a member, member guest? guest yeah. yeah. Oh, I could dude. be the guest. He takes it He's not going to take his son-in-law, yeah. bro. No, I don't think so. I don't no. think it's going to happen. Not with no. what goes on over there. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to know. He uh, doesn't want you I've to seen, see. I've seen some. We've all seen Wayne at his finest, so I think it's fine. Oh, well, I don't know. But I know Fireball he, Wayne. Don't worry. We're oh, bring, oh, true. Yeah. We're bringing him into the restaurant. He's going he's gonna to love it there. Yeah, he will love it. Oh, that'll he be might, cool. He might drop a couple racist things, but it'll be fine. That's all right. He's, he's a, 76. It's a, it's a different generation. He's 76. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, so All we right. took him. So we took him to El Celer de Canroca in Spain. So we just went to. We took so him. We, we we played St Andrews. He wanted to go to St Andrews before he got too old. Oh wow! Before so we went died. there, no. but we wanted to do some eating. <laughs> no, before he got too old. Yeah, dude. <laughs> he has a. <laughs> my favorite is he has a whole set of hybrids. So, are you a golfer at all? No, but I know the game. I mean, so he doesn't have any irons. He only has hybrids. Okay, What's it a hybrid? straight up iron and what? Iron Just, and wood, right? Yeah. Okay. So it's a it's a weird set, but anyway. So we took him to El Salar de Canroca, which is like the number two restaurant in the world, and he was wearing just he belongs to a club called Traditions. And he just wore he wore traditions like gear straight up every day. The whole trip he wore, head and it was show. it was awesome. Traditions. Just like the logoed polos yeah. and everything. yeah, the logo he vest, has, like bucket hats. And the logo. <laughs> oh, he wow. loves his country club. All right, but I have and I guarantee you that's the only time like traditions. He's the only person to ever wear a traditions vest at El Salvador. El Salvador, Yeah, you can probably safely say that. First and last, it's in Hebron, Kentucky. Shout out to traditions. Okay, so when. I want to know if you've ever had anyone famous come through because a certain Justin Timberlake, and I don't want to name names because I don't want to offend anybody, but, uh, you know, when Justin Timberlake comes to town, he he, he had some barbecue, but I hope the next time he Yeah, comes, how do you feel about all the celebrities going to this other barbecue place and it's not that good? Well, I don't have, I mean, we don't want to name any names, no. but they know who they are, and I don't have they that do. marketing budget. Yeah. Yes, that's true. So, no, I don't know. But have you had anybody coming through? Uh, we get some football players and stuff. Which ones? Uh, what, Steve Smith? He's a big yeah. supporter. I only know Cam. Um, <laughs> no, nothing like that. I feel like we, he's probably Well, they're still playing, so. I don't diet. think Cam really goes. Yeah, he doesn't eat meat. Really? Yeah. That's yeah. like the whole deal with his food truck is uh, it's fish, I think. Oh, wow. Cam Newton has a food truck? Yeah. I didn't know that either. He well, he he. I'll have to do some research. I know it was two years ago he had one. I don't know if it's still around. But you see the football. So, so yeah, Smith. just some football people. Nothing. Nobody really. 
do they order like massive amounts or just a normal amount? No, they just come through. <laughs> we don't treat them, you know, coming from a country club. I don't yeah. treat them any different. I don't let my staff. That's how we like it. Treat, yeah. yeah, they don't want to be treated Can't any ask different. For an autograph. <laughs> Jay Stu came in one day. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. That I know. That's one I know. <laughs> yeah, he's cool, dude. Yeah. I mean, they're all great, and you know, Steve Smith, he does a lot of great work in the city. So yeah, I'm glad to see him. He was like, the, he's probably the best Panthers player of all time. I feel like you get oh, yeah. a lot of politicians, right? Because like Southern politicians, they like barbecue. I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't know one if yeah, I saw that's true. one. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not a I'm not a politician. Shaking babies. So, what's your next step, Governor 2020? Yeah. No, sweet never. So what's what's next for Sweet Lou's? Uh, sweet Lou's or Lewis? But either oh. one. Oh. What's next um, for Lewis? Lewis still. Lewis and his partner. We still have. Um, uh, some aspirations to do a lot more food in the community. Um, we like the old school. Um, you know, there's still some things lacking in the city. Like? Why would I tell you what I want <laughs> Yeah, we're going to go steal well, your idea. Don't. I mean, dude, you guys are just going to open one. We'll just do it, yeah. No. Um, we'll no, a, I think there's a, there's a lack of fish camps in the city. Okay. Yeah. Um, again, um, you know, people in town say they're a fish camp, but again, they're lying. They're restaurants <laughs> that serve some fish. Yeah, um, and that's wanna, fine. I, it's, I like it. Know, so traditional. Okay, what about a deli? Oh, we, we, uh, we need, need a deli. we need a good deli. Can you make bagels. Uh, not not a restaurant <laughs> that's like a deli. Uh, delis are hard, man. Um, so I'm hearing a no. I'm hearing a no. Yeah, you don't make money in delis. I mean, you can. But uh, your sons okay. do need a hobby. They could start the deli. Yeah. <laughs> well, one's a gamer and one's a football player, and neither of them have time for hobbies. Oh, yeah. Well, a gamer, you can make some money if he's good. That's uh, seriously former student. I hope of mine he's not listening. Makes, <laughs> no, like, that's makes what more he wants money to than do. I do. Yeah, people just wa- pay to watch you play games. I know. What yeah, a time we're living in. Like, <laughs> see, we're we're not that old, but that is so like foreign to us. <laughs> it's like people are gonna watch you play video games. Well, yeah, that's, try having your kid tell you that's what he yeah. wants to be. Yeah. It's a little scary, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, he could have said, I want to be a drug dealer. That could have been worse. <laughs> I don't know. That's, I don't know. That's they probably make more money. <laughs> and drug dealers been more around forever. Under yeah. the table. Yeah. It it's a little sense. more consistent, you know? <laughs> it's the second oldest profession. <laughs> okay, so fish camp. Uh, I think we need a fish camp in town. Again, counter service. You know, you look at Sweet Lou's and you look at some other places in town and they obviously sell you know they make more money than i do yeah. but i'm not in it for the money and i know that everybody that's like the worst thing i could be saying but it's the truth well you want to make money but you don't want to make trillions of dollars correct you i mean support your family yeah and yeah and the people that work for me and yeah. you know do well in the community and you know yesterday we had an event and we had uh, 150 school bags to give away to kids full of uh, school supplies and free haircuts for the kids and Rita's ice cream, and, you know, we just had a good time. That's the kind of stuff we want to do. You don't see any of those guys doing that stuff. Makes you feel you know good. What I mean? yeah. Like, yeah, it makes and they make more good. money than we do. Yeah. So, um, and I'm not trying to, you know, call them out, but. Yeah, well, it's just, a, it, there's nothing wrong with those places. It's just a different. Different end It's game. a different thing. Yeah, different end game. Yeah, you know, you want to feel, you want to enjoy what you do, and you want to be a part of the community, and you want to put good food out there. Yeah, and I want to wear a t-shirt and shorts to work every day. You know, I don't want to be like a figurehead of something, and like, yeah, yeah, I don't want to get to like 
yeah, too serious, like, you know, you can have fun. Yeah, we have a lot of fun where we work, and, you know, it's all simple enough that everybody can replicate it without um, micromanaging, um, without, um, you know, checking your numbers every other day to find out, hey, we're short a bag of sugar, folks. Right. What do you think yeah. it went? It's all going to uh, fall apart here. Yeah. And can you take a vacation? Have you done that since? Like, do you feel good about leaving for a week? I feel great about leaving for a okay, week. Okay, so you yeah, everything's running there. You yes. don't need to worry. But I I haven't. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hypothetically, you could take a week off. <laughs> I'm not staffed to that point. Okay. You know, I am there seven days a week. Okay. Um, I've I've taken Mondays off the last couple. Does of weeks. anyone else make the meat other than you? Uh, well, no. So you not, can't leave. Not, not the meat. <laughs> you no. have to close the place down. Um, I had a meat cooker with us for a long time, Rasta. Um, he got a lot of Instagram love. Um, but he hasn't been with us the last two months. He's been caught up in some INS situations. Um, but I talked to him a couple weeks ago. He assures me he's coming back. That's good. Um, you can relax a little bit more. Then I can relax a little bit more. Um, and so regardless of what happens in the near future, I'll be going to Hawaii for a week. Nice. Um, to go see that old girlfriend. No. <laughs> Got to rekindle some love, Sweet Lou. <laughs> no, no, Sweet Lou doesn't rekindle. Um, Never look back. That's right. That's what Sweet yeah. Um, no, I'm taking my kids out there. Nice. I got. I still got a lot of friends out there, so we're gonna go out there and um, we're gonna throw a big old. Yeah, good. Are you gonna do like a pig picking? Yeah. Uh-huh. You're gonna do oh. a pig, like a luau pig roast. Yeah, I'm gonna. Well, I'm gonna do a southern, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, my hog, gosh, yes. Brisket, sausage, ribs, you know, those guys. All right, we'll come. Dude, come on out. <laughs> we'll meet you there. North Shore. The All Saturday right. after uh, Thanksgiving. That sounds epic. All right, well, we do uh, Honestly, recurring... I'd rather be with you than some of my family. Oh, yeah, we have a family so. trip plan. We'll definitely be in Hawaii yeah. instead of that. All right, we have a recurring segment, best thing you ate or drank this week. Can be something you made. Can be something you had out in the community this week. Yeah, this week. Yeah, no. I mean, we're strict. We're gonna go check the record. Book you can, sure. Yvonne. Why don't you go first and say what year it was? Yeah. Was. Um. Why do I have to go first? I, mean, I can do you? mine. Okay. okay. Last <laughs> night I went to the Stanley. Have you been to the Stanley? Yes. They have a burger now. They only serve it. Have you had this burger? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's made with foie gras and New York strip, and it's fucking amazing. It's a really fucking good burger. And the homemade. Ketchup, I believe. Yeah, homemade ketchup, homemade mustard. Mm-hmm. They put cheddar cheese, sprinkle some truffle, uh, tomato, pickled onions, and lettuce. Eighteen dollars. They could have so they could have charged thirty five dollars, and I would have been like, "All right, made mm-hmm. sense." It's pretty That's good. Has on it. It's really. He it, said it matched David Chang's burger. It's it's um it's the best burger in town. I unless. I mean, like, you know, Brooks is good, but it's not of that quality. No. So, for, but Brooks is $4. So. Yeah, no, never, <laughs> never. You know, burgers are tough. I mean, I think that Paul's burger is awesome. Yeah. I had it, like, the second week. Cause I, I didn't know it because it it's, like, kind of a secret, but it's kind of like an open secret. Apparently, I was the last person to find out about it. Well, but, when he started, it was only Friday and Saturday after 9. Yeah. At the bar, and I think they closed at 10. So, I mean, it was the last hour of the night. Yeah. yeah, no, I went and had one back in, like, January or February, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's delicious. I'm going to go there, like, I might, you know what? Maybe I'll do, like, a, and they, they they started serving it every day now. 
So it's not just Friday, Saturdays. Well, don't tell me that. (laughs) So what I'm saying is maybe we go have a little appetizer at Sweet Lou's, Mm -hmm. a little brisket. Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe one one rib. I'm watching my figure. Mm -hmm. One rib. And then we're going to go to the Stanley and have a huge burger right after. Sounds like a lot of meat. And then we're going to go back to Sweet Lou's and have the pudding. Okay. But... I'm down but for a it. small cup of pudding, dinner. a small cup of pudding, because I'm watching my figure. You're watching your I don't want a full cup. For sure, no. 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 All right. What about you, Lou? I gotta think <laughs> of what I ate all week, man. What I did I eat all so week? Hard. I mean, last Friday I went to Benny's. Sunday, every Sunday I eat fried chicken. That you make. Yeah. So, so quickly go over your specials. Does anyone uh, call you Lou, or is it always Louis? Well, they call me Lou. That's my dad. That's what my dad... I'm the fourth. Okay. And then my son is the fifth. Oh, wow. Oh. So, so a what lot do you of, call him? Lewis. Okay. Yeah, right. Well, we used to call him Little Lewis, but now he's Lewis. bigger than me, yeah. so <laughs> doesn't really work out so much anymore. Her, her mom calls me Little Jason. Uh, we found yeah. out this week. <laughs> she did. She wrote a card. She was like, say hi to Little Jason. <laughs> oh, wow, Jen. And I was like... He took it as a compliment, he said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that, right? <laughs> yeah. Little. Yeah, you're not big. No, right? not a big man. I'm not strong. No. <laughs> you're still watching your figure, though. Yeah. 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 See, you can have two ribs. Yeah. Oh, and a full Thank pudding. you. Yeah, because you could be, you don't have to be so little. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting ready for winter around here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got to And I was only going to do a fourth pound of brisket before the burger, but you know what? I'm going to do three ace. <laughs> I think you can do it. I think, yeah. Because you're worth it. What's the weirdest... One more question. What's the weirdest thing someone's asked for at the barbecue place? Like the weirdest... I think it's weird for me when, like, vegans come in and vegetarians (laughs) come in. It's It's just weird. Yeah. Or or when they're, like, looking at the food and they say, what's gluten-free? I mean, I don't know. (laughs) You're looking at it. Yeah. I mean, you see there's pasta here. The collard greens, not the pasta. Yeah. Right. You know. Not the banana pudding. Those are no other Not the cornbread. Not the cornbread. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's like, it's pretty self explanatory. It's not like other restaurants where you're like, what'd you hide in there? I laugh at that one when they say, do you have gluten free cornbread? I sure don't. But aren't your your collards, (laughs) one of your is a vegetarian, right? Is it green beans? beans. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, yeah, you give them that. Yeah. They should be very thankful. That and coleslaw and pickles and peanuts. And they have a, what's cool is they have a little rabbit out back and they make them eat with a little rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you can eat all this, but with the rabbit. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just joking. They don't have a rabbit. rabbit. Yeah. rabbit. Oh, okay. This leads to another question. Have you thought of like a crazy meat that you'd like to smoke or something that's out of the ordinary? Hedgehogs. I mean, I've told guys like, uh, you know, if they get a deer this oh. season, we can do a deer That'd picking. That would Blew my mind. That'd be kind of cool, right? I want that. You know, we we have deer rights outside our house. But they're our friends, so let's not talk about those deer. I mean, I'm not a vegetarian, but not those deer. Oh, don't worry. That wasn't one of our friends, honey. (laughs) (laughs) That was an imposter. It was a different one. They didn't like him. Well, we like seeing them every day. They are our friends. But, I mean, if we lost one. Let the man answer what the best thing he ate was. Oh, the best thing I ate? Honestly, this week... um, What did I eat on Tuesday? Did I eat it? Oh, Tuesday. I'm not really going to be able to. I mean, the last thing I remember eating is I have a sweets habit. I was going to ask you if you like dessert. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. That's when I saying. first opened the restaurant, um, I probably ate ice cream every night for like six, <laughs> oh, yeah. seven weeks straight. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's all I. Yeah, you're stressing out. Yeah. <laughs> stressing ben and Jerry's. <laughs> what's the go-to? Yeah, what's your favorite? Well, it depends where you want to go. Am I? Do I have a budget, or am I allowed to spend whatever no I want? You're allowed to spend whatever you want. Ben and Jerry's. Okay. Yeah. Every time. I mean. Yeah. And when it's on sale, it's the worst. Yeah. I think I'll show you some pictures later. Like my sons are the same way. They love their ice cream. Oh yeah. So when they come to dad's, they know they're getting ice cream. So when Teeter does like the their Teeter brand, buy three, get two free. Oh. Or buy two, get three free. You gotta watch those guys, man. That's a real deal. That's not great. (laughs) But it's still ice cream. You got a lot of ice cream in your fridge after the freezer after that deal. Yeah, so they come down and we get like fifteen pints of ice cream. (laughs) Just fifteen. Yeah. Well there's three of us. Yeah. Yeah. And we each have our own five. Yeah. yeah. We have our own five that we want. We don't share Five very eight. well. <laughs> um, did you have ice cream Tuesday? Uh, I did buy ice cream Tuesday. That I And I did really well. I'm usually a pint a day guy, but I did half pints all week. Good. Oh, that's really good. I'm proud of you. But I also bought cookies and a couple candy bars. I <laughs> so love this. It's all gone now. What's your go-to candy bar? Reese's. Oh. Peanut butter cups. Mm. Yeah. Wow. I'm Are a big cookies? peanut butter chocolate guy. Me too. I love peanut butter chocolate. Love it. If, I, if that's, like, an ice cream option, I'm always getting that one. Or, like, a cake. Like, I'll always get the peanut butter I chocolate. I think I'm going to make peanut butter pies coming up. Oh. Yes, yes, yes. The people want that. Okay, tell us yeah. what your best thing was so we can get to where we can find I Sweet honestly, Lou. Honestly, like, and Jason, I don't, I'm not going to pay any attention to him because he's going to say I'm bullshitting, but it was the rib that, <sighs> from Sweet Pandering. Lou. Jesus. Stop. I also did, did not leave the house at all this week besides going to work. I went to work and I came straight home. Do not pass go. And so anything he brings me, that's all I ate that wasn't just like crackers. Wow. <laughs> no. One. Hey, that's like me. I mean, honestly, I mean, I eat a lot at work. I nibble at work all day yeah. long. And yeah. then, you know, I closed a couple days this week. But you also work at a fantastic barbecue yeah. restaurant. Yeah. I would be nibbling all day too. Well. I did some cheese out of the vending machine on Wednesday and those were... Yeah, we don't we don't have a, a smoker <laughs> at our work. You should. What if they had a smoker up. vending machine and I was uh-huh. like... You could press a button and at a quarter of brisket came out? No. You're no, no, it was, no, no. You would come out of the vending machine oh, okay. and hand us. Yeah, you hand it. You I'm going to enjoy. That. It's the future. We'll figure it out. All right. Well, so you guys, um, Sweet Lose is open Tuesday through Sunday lunch and dinner mm-hmm. like or until you sell out 10 30 till we run out until or run out. nine o'clock okay all right and then all the specials we can i'm sure see those on instagram right oh yeah uh, okay at sweet lose yeah, where do we sweet find lose you on the internet BBQ. yeah at sweet lose bbq all right anywhere else website anywhere else we should look we got for website you? instagram facebook. facebook twitter Okay. And go support mm-hmm. Sweet Lou because it's Seriously. awesome. If you haven't go, tried it, you're missing out. And go buy some of their sauce and yeah. uh, give it to your, you know, your out of It's a great guests. gift. Yeah. A great gift. Well, thank you for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. It was a pleasure. Yeah, you were great. And go check them out. And uh, one other thing, it's my sweet wife's birthday tomorrow. Mm-hmm. By the time you hear this, she'll already be, what are you, eighty? Eighty-three. <laughs> She's turning thirty-three. I wear it well, don't I? She's yeah. turning thirty-three <laughs> tomorrow. Since your dad's seventy-six, <laughs> yeah. but whatever. She, it's Kentucky again. It's Kentucky. He's Anything's also possible. My son <laughs> and my brother. Yeah. yeah. But she's turning. It's her birthday tomorrow. We won't say the age. Thirty-three. Okay. But we're very. <laughs> I love you. Happy birthday. Thank you. And uh, I don't know where we're, we're going to Optimus Hall. I think tomorrow for we your are. birthday. Yeah. Go big. It's a good choice. Yeah, it's I a cool place. Yeah, go big or go well, home. I've been. He hasn't been. He hasn't seen it. You it's gonna been? blow his mind. 
No. Yeah, just walking around that place. Do you guys hang out a lot? Top notch. No. Well, that's the secret. Uh, did door. you not? Did you not hear what she said? She doesn't yeah. leave the house. Well, I, I also I wanted, like hanging out with him. I want to go out every night, and she's like, "I'm staying home." Uh, all, all I say is, "Can we watch a movie on the couch?" And he says, "No." And all he says is, "Can we go to dinner out?" And I say, "No, I'm eating these crackers." So you They're watch saltines. a movie, and he goes out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, everybody's happy. Yeah, everyone's happy. Yeah. And then I bring her some food, and then she goes like in this little dark closet <laughs> and eats it. And then if he comes near me, I just scream. <laughs> 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 Do not All right, everyone, have All a right. great week. <laughs> <laughs> oh,